Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 5th of December 2021. The time is 9, 9 in the morning, of course, and it is uh, Sunday. Now, as you can see, I have changed out uh, to a separate or new microphone. Uh, I believe it's called the T-Bone RetroTube uh, 2. It's a bit uh, brighter microphone, as you can probably hear, and it has a little bit higher noise floor, unfortunately. But um, I hope it is uh, tolerable. I can, as much as I can hear, it's a good and decent uh, tube microphone. And of course, it, I believe, warms up my voice a little bit. Um, but it is also a super cardio it's a microphone so you can probably hear uh, it it reaches uh, a little bit further uh, out and uh, you can probably hear all my clicks and the mouth but yeah <laughs> that's the the problem with microphone is there's not uh, two microphones that sounds uh, similar but of course i also think that i should use this microphone when i have it so it does not uh, just uh, sit in the closet. Uh, and of course, I have taken, uh, I'm still using the other one, the uh, T-Bone SC800, I believe it's called. It's also a very good microphone for my voice in particular because it does not um, reach over 15,000 uh, uh, kilohertz and um, and it, um, it does not sound so... Um, pronounced in the S's as this one does. So you can probably hear that my S and T's is um, perhaps a little bit more pronounced, but that's not something that I can do about that uh, since these uh, microphones sound different. I I will say one thing, that it's very, very, very important that you uh, take out uh, the little tube that is in these microphones and uh, you uh, buy a more expensive tube, as you can see in the description below, uh, it warms up the sound more. It does not sound so harsh. Uh, and of course, uh, this is also very, uh, what you call it, sensitive to um, to warming up. So this is just warming up this microphone. So you can probably hear that the further I go into the podcast, the more warm my voice is going to sound because the tube inside is going to warm up a bit. I also hope that it's not going to uh, be so noisy um, because once the tube is warmed up, it can get a little bit more noisy, unfortunately. That's the problem with uh, tube microphones but it adds some flavor to it. And of course, there's also one thing that I believe a lot of people are not thinking really about when they uh, upload to uh, YouTube. Of course, you have to have a good, uh, decent cable to your interface, but uh, from the interface um, to your computer, it should also be a decent cable you are using. And of course... Uh, here's also a trick that I use. It should also be very important from the computer to your router. It should not be, uh, 
what do you call it, uh, Wi-Fi. It should be called, uh, or it should be a, a direct uh, wire coming from your computer up to the router. Uh, I have one in the attic, and I believe it's called uh, Supra Ply or Ply. Uh, it's very expensive uh, cabling. Yeah, maybe not so expensive, but it's uh, it's a high end uh, cabling. So when you upload to YouTube, it goes to a high uh, grade cable up to your router, so that you does not lose much of the information. Because I believe that a lot of people are not thinking about the entire uh, chain from your sound source, your voice, onto the interface, but also to your computer and also from the computer and up to your router who has to uh, do the work by uploading it to the internet. So, what has been going on? Well, I have simply just been relaxing. Uh, yes, you could not say that... Uh, when I go into detail, because I've also been working a little bit on my car and a little bit also on a couple of friends' cars. So, yes, I have not been entirely <laughs> relaxed all weekend, but it suits me well that we have something to do with our hands because this is uh, something that a lot of people are not really thinking about when they spend a lot of time on the Internet all the time on, for example, they're simply just, I believe it's wasting our time, but <laughs> who am I to decide? You see that we as human beings, we, we tend to have a a comfort zone, you could say. Um, what, what do I mean by a comfort zone? Well, we are very comfortable in our life and we do not really want to rock the boat, so to speak. That's also why when I'm under an education here in Denmark, I also have to be uh, tested three, th three times every week uh, for this uh, disease that, yes, I know it's probably not so dangerous as they want it to be, but it's also um, part of a power grab from the government. They want to have it like they have in Australia where they have uh, <laughs> concentration camps right now. Yes, I know it sounds uh, silly and idiotic, but it is true, you can look it up for yourself. The mainstream media is not going to tell you this, but yes, there are some uh, camps. It is not like the camps in uh, Nazi Germany, so relax, but it is simply just the idea of uh, putting people into camps taking away their freedoms and taking them away in order for them to be protected by a certain uh, illness. It's not so pleasant to think about. And this can drain us down as humans. When we think about the power grab of the government, when we think about they do not really care about us, they only care about the giant corporations, especially the pharmaceutical companies, of course, where billions and billions and billions of uh, dollars is shifting hands, as we speak, in order for them to grab even more uh, power and control over the different countries around the world. So yes, I know 
that it's not so pleasant uh, as it was before uh, this uh, uh, mass hysteria, I will call it. What, what do I mean by mass hysteria? Well, if the whole world is talking about it, if it is, if it is the only thing that they are really talking about in the news, in the television or in the smartphone area, then I will believe, and or I would say that it is basically simply just uh, propaganda. It is simply just molding people's mind in a direction that they want. So, how should we go about our daily business? Should we rebel? Should we be going out into the streets and rebelling? Well, a lot of people think like that. And yes, it is true that up and through history, people protesting and going through the streets has certainly shown the government that they did not approve of what they were doing. But they went on to do it anyway, because they had the power. So it is really the power that the government has through the mainstream media over the power over the people. And of course, the only power that they can ever provide people with is uh, through fear and through uh, being outside, meaning that it is not so comfortable to be an outsider. So they, they push a shame or a shaming tactic over uh, a certain population group. And this has been going on for centuries. <laughs> Simply just me talking about it should not be so revolutionary. But we have to be aware of the manipulation that we are under and how they manipulate us. I have talked about this for very, 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 very many hours on many, many podcasts. So there's no real need for me to keep on talking about it. I will simply just state that it is beneficial for us humans when we get away from the garbage can. And the garbage can is, my garbage can consists of violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors, something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also the fake media that constantly tells you lies about what you fear and tells you the solutions to your fears. This is part of the garbage can that I will highly suggest that you and I get rid of and hardly ever watch because it is basic knowledge that what we consume, we can change our mind into. Meaning that if you hear about a pink elephant and uh, the whole world is talking about a pink elephant and they're talking about it constantly, 24-7, you cannot really get away from it. Yes, you can. You have to start meditating, of course, and stop uh, putting this into your mind. That's the only way or solutions uh, so that you do not get to think about this pink elephant. This is the same thing about uh, the disease, of course, about the jabs, about anything. 
it would be so much easier if 7.8 billion people of us simply just snapped out of it, simply just stopped talking about it, because we think that we have a free will. But why are we still talking about this uh, disease? Because it is being placed in our mind through the mainstream media that is owned by a very, very small minority of people, especially people in the secret societies. And of course, here comes the solution. If you really want to have a change in the world, you need to get rid of the secret societies. You need to get rid of the names inside. You need to get get it to be illegal, to be part of any secret societies. But it's going to be very difficult because a lot of secret societies are also occupied by the judges and Supreme Court judges. A lot of people in high uh, power places or places of power is part of this uh, secret society. And of course, I'm not only talking about the Freemasons because it's a very uh, well-organized organization, very very well-known also. I'm talking about all the small um, underground secret societies also that many people are not really aware of, but they exist. And of course, you can you can look it up and find the homepages where the names of the members are all public. It is also public knowledge uh, that the Freemasons have also, it is also public what their names are. So it's simply just making it illegal for people to gather in secret uh, and not... Um, been able to talk about these things in secret that we do not really know about, uh, and of course allowing people not to have a tinfoil hat put on their head every time we talk about it, because it's basically very simple. Uh, If you are lying, if you are a liar, uh, and I come to question your lies, it's very difficult for you to stand firm. Uh, it's going to be very annoying to you, it's going to be very upsetting to you, it's going to reveal itself, so to speak, that you are lying. The same thing with the mainstream media, the same thing with the politicians. If you ask serious questions, you will find out that perhaps they are lying. If they are not lying, if they are uh, truthful, well... A lie, you are asking a question about a lie and they are telling the truth. Well, they can stand firm uh, on solid ground because they know that they are telling the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So you can just keep on attacking them if they are telling the truth. But that is why a lot of politicians, a lot of people around the world, is shunning the mass media, or you could say the alternative media, so to speak. People who are truly courageous enough to ask serious questions to their politicians. They are simply just saying no to answering any questions, perhaps because they are lying. So let's just take a small break and I come back again. Yes, and I'm back again. So how do we uh, feel safe in this world that is trying to get us to feel unsafe, to feel worried, 
and alone. Well, of course, we need to create our own world <clears throat> in our mind. And how do we do this? Well, of course, through meditation is part of the, the equation. We need to be aware of the power that we have within ourselves. Because once we get in tune with ourselves through meditation, uh, life becomes, I believe, a little bit more enjoyable. We can see uh, that we as human beings are everlasting love and kindness. And this everlasting love and kindness we can use to our benefits. We can use to get in touch with it so much so that we can actually also start showing it when we meet other human beings. And this everlasting love and kindness, <clears throat> we have always had it in us, we have it all in us, every person on the planet. The question is, of course, are we in tune with it or are we in tune with other negative human emotions that leaves us uh, sad and lonely uh, and afraid and angry. Because the negative human emotions, <clears throat> they know really well how to manipulate us into having them. Uh, part of the garbage can, of course, but also part of a, a thing called group thinking, thinking like the group. Uh, you know that um, the direction that you are, you and I are being pushed in is uh, part of compliance. We have to comply uh, to the orders that are given uh, from the government. And it is something to do with, of course, uh, having as many diabs as humanly possible. Because it is not simply just having these uh, two diabs or three dabs, but eventually we're going to have to choose what we want to do with our bodies. Meaning that, do we want to keep on having uh, vaccines the next, or sorry, it's not called the vaccines, it's called uh, experimental uh, injections. <clears throat> Are you willing to participate in this experiment the next five, six, ten years? seeing how much your body can withstand? Or are you one of those who are re simply just refusing to get anything injected into you? Of course, I am the latter, because I hope that I still have some say in my own body, because that is the last forefront that is to fall uh, when people lose their freedoms. You can lose your house, you can lose your uh, dignity, you can be cast aside out in, from society, but your body is the last temple that once the government has that, they have it all, so to speak. They also have your mind. Uh, they have basically been taking over your body. So <clears throat> we have to be aware of the fact that it's very dangerous when we go down a path of simply just obeying uh, to be obedient, to be compliant. 
because this obedience and compliance has uh, turned out through history, when we look at the history books, it has turned out not to be so pleasant for the people who are simply just complying. So the question is, how much so can we comply until we reach a tipping point? I believe that we have reached this tipping point and we perhaps have gone down a path of point of no return. And it's because of the 99% of people who are still obeying their government, who are still simply just complying uh, to whatever crazy things that they are coming up with. Because let's face it, <clears throat> this disease is not so dangerous as they want it to be. It's much more dangerous to take these experimental uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, injections. So the question is, are we simply just complying to comply or are we simply just complying to that we think that, well, if we comply, eventually they are going to stop having the boots on our necks. And of course, you and I deep down inside know that a government is never ever going to have a, taking their boots off people's necks. They have to fight for their freedoms to withstand the government's um, taking over power over people. So <clears throat> I could um, be part of the uh, Men in Black movement here in Denmark. They are a very um, angry group of men and women and children, not children, but men and women who are fed up with this, who are standing up against this tyranny. And they are walking the streets and uh, in protest they are showing the government that they are fed up with this kind of tyranny, this kind of power grab. And of course they know as well as I do that we are eventually going to end up like the same relationship that China has with uh, Hong Kong uh, and their protesters there. Uh, but the protesters in Hong Kong knows uh, deep down inside that if uh, China is taken over, uh, they are going to be uh, killed and tortured and put into death camps. So that they are, that's why they are fighting so severely uh, in Hong Kong. And of course, it came out very convenient, this uh, uh, so-called disease, so that the lockdown provided the police with an opportunity to take uh, these protesters out of the equation. So the problem is today that a lot of people are still focused on the mainstream media. And of course, they are only getting uh, the information from this. And of course, that is because we have, getting, we have been gotten used to this. We have gotten used to obeying. And when we obey, simply just to obey, we do not really think about what are we participating in. Are we really, as humans, taking our liberties back to ourselves? 
are we really thinking very carefully about the freedoms that we are currently losing? Because when I go to school, now I have to be tested, like I said, three times every week. Otherwise, there's also an alternative. I can also be tested only two times every week, but it is a little bit more difficult. I can also take the two or three jabs that they want me to take, and then they are saying that then I am fully vaccinated. But I know deep inside that this is a screw without an end. It is simply just them taking as much power over as possible uh, from me. So and I know that if I'm simply just taking the two jabs and I survive, because a lot of people are not surviving, so uh, if I survive and I do not have any means, because there's also a lot of people who are taking these jabs and uh, having some severe side effects, then I can continue, or they make me believe that I can continue to take my education. But the problem is that I cannot, because I know deep down inside that it has not nothing to do with this disease at all. It has something to do with uh, taking over people's ability to have a free mind. So, so this free mind, have we ever had a free mind? Yeah, there have been some people on uh, over there in the United States that have, have a, had a free mind or some sort of free mind. And of course, they are fighting more severely because they know that their freedoms are being taken away from them and they know that what it implies, of course. So what does it imply that we human beings are simply just pushing our freedoms away from ourselves? Well, it's, we, are, <clears throat> we are basically saying that we trust uh, the government. And of course, simply just excuse me two seconds. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to clear my throat. Um, so we as human beings, we want to be comfortable. And in that process, we do not really want to fight back because that requires of us to uh, take action against our government or against the general um, population's uh, mindset. And this is very difficult because we human beings, we, we tend to want it comfortably. We want to have a good and decent life filled with a beautiful friends who wants to uh, see us thr strive, who wants to uh, see us be happy and content with life. Uh, we want to show love and compassion and kindness. We want to have um, it shown to us also. So in that process, it's very difficult. Uh, it's very difficult to uh, mix. Uh, anger and resentment and rebellious nature against the government and showing love and compassion and kindness. The, the two do, does not really mix. So the question is, 
if I go outside and protest and get very angry at the government, am I really not just simply playing along uh, their tune? Because we human beings, we tend to uh, be fooled in either one of these directions, sitting on our backside and couch potatoes, or going outside and protesting. It seems that <clears throat> these are the only two solutions to this uh, problem of the government taking over. There is a third solution, of course, but it is the most difficult solution of them all. We simply just have to learn to say no to whatever they have to offer us. And this is the problem, of course, because if I say no to having these three uh, tests every week, then I cannot take an education. Well, what is the alternative? Because it's <clears throat> very difficult for me to find work when I do not have an education here in Denmark. So the problem becomes that I also want to live and have money and food on the table. <clears throat> so, so because in Denmark, we have learned through an early age that we need to work in order for us to survive or in order for us to make a contribution to society. So you have to excuse me once more, I have to cough. Yes, and I'm back again. Let's hope my coughing is over. So what can we do as uh, humans to counteract this? Well, through meditation, we get in contact with love and kindness. And when we get in contact with love and kindness, then we can start uh, showing ourselves or giving ourselves uh, the attention that we need. Before, we have uh, simply just allowed the television or the smartphone uh, to grab our attention uh, away from our humanity. So we have to be aware of the dangers of the screen, the dead object that we have made our best friend, because it is a deceiver. It deceives us, it lies to us, and it tells us what to think about, what we can talk about, and they all. it also t um, tells us uh, how we can think about a certain topic. And of course, there are only these four or five topics that they allow us to talk about. But they do so in a very deceiving manner, so that we do not really realize that we are being deceived, that we are being lied to, and manipulated with. So my advice is uh, learn to say the word no. Learn to say no to the propaganda. And by doing so, a great uh, weight is going to be lifted off your shoulder. And of course, when you start meditating, be aware of your inner voice that perhaps is not so uh, pleasant towards you. It can speak against you, so to speak. And of course, once you are aware of this inner voice, then you can do something about it. Now you have an opportunity to turn the volume button down on this uh, inner voice, this negative inner voice. 
So, what can you do to uh, basically get uh, into a mindset of a more loving and caring and kind inner voice? An inner voice that tells you that you are a beautiful human being that deserves love and kindness from yourself and from others. Well, of course, it's very difficult to have this mindset if you haven't tried it before, if you haven't tried living it before, if you haven't made an effort into having a daily routine of simply just meditating over love and kindness. But once you do this, I believe it goes 14 days or three weeks, then your mindset is going to change to the better. You're going to be more relaxed in your mind. You're going to be in coming in contact with Mother Nature. You're also going to be coming in contact with uh, Jehovah God, the Almighty One, of course. Uh, he is the creator of us all, the creator of the universe. And you might say, well, then you are one of Jehovah's Witnesses. And no, I am not one of Jehovah's Witnesses. Because if you read their magazines today, they are also uh, shaming uh, the people who do not want to take uh, these uh, uh, medical experiments, uh, drugs. Uh, so they are also part of the problem. They are not uh, part of the solution. It is not the, the organization that Jehovah God approves of today. And this we also have to be aware of. We can also be caught up in uh, cult-like behavior that is not going to benefit us at all. We have to be very aware of our mindset, not wandering in a negative direction. If you read the Bible, you can clearly see the danger that we are in. The whole world is in the evil's power, that means that every aspect of us, of our lives, the way we consume what we consume through the dead objects that we call our best friend, the television or the smartphone, is basically part of his plan and not the plan of the creator. So this is also very important that we basically snap out of the mindset of simply just thinking that life is not filled with uh, dangers uh, to our mind. But these dangers to our minds, um, <clears throat> I know that they exist because once you start meditating and do it for a long time, a month or two months, then you start realizing just how much you are affected by the negative garbage from the garbage can. And then you can start realizing what you can do to counteract this, what you can do to not participate in anything that has to do with the garbage can. Because it's very simple, really, and very easy to explain. The secret societies around the world has <clears throat> orchestrated a plan to manipulate people's mind into a mindset of obedience, but also hatred towards a certain minority in a society. 
before this pandemic, so-called, it was the terrorist that we should be afraid of. And especially in Denmark, they they took the terrorists and said that they were Muslims. And of course, they talked about this 24-7 in the news, in radio stations, so that we got a mindset of simply just uh, hating uh, Muslims. Of course, it is wrong. It is so far from the creator's mindset uh, that you could say that we are doing uh, the evil works of the evil one or we are or having him occupy our mind. So not allowing the evil one to occupy our mind It requires uh, great effort uh, on our part. Uh, It cannot simply just be we are sitting on our backside watching television all day because then I can guarantee you that you are affected by the evil one, by uh, evil spirit uh, that is the complete opposite of Jehovah God and he is going to pull you into his direction. And it can only be in a direction that has something to do with a negative state of mind. Negative state of mind, what do I mean by that? Well, when you start analyzing your uh, mindset, what comes out of your mouth also, then you realize, perhaps, I hope so, that you have a negative uh, point of view, that you're constantly talking about negative things in society, that you are not an uplifting person. But when you realize this, then you can do something about it. It's only when you realize if you are a negative person and other other people around you see you as a negative person, uh, it is only when you realize that you are a negative person that you can change the way you look at the world. And number one step is, of course, getting out of anything that pulls you in this wrong direction. So if you can analyze yourself so much so that you can say, well, uh, these fake media that constantly lies to us and tells you the solutions to their lies, um, and the fear-mongering also, uh, fear of being left outside of society, You see that if you can get rid of this mindset, then you have come a long way. There's also a mindset of anger, of course, because there's a lot of violence being portrayed from the dead object that we call our best friend. That gives us also a mindset that violent is something uh, that is good. We have basically changed the way we should look at the world or should look at uh, these negative human personality traits. So we know, and I know if I read the Bible, I can see that Jehovah God hates anyone who loves violence. It says directly in the Bible. So what should I do if I want to be friends with Jehovah God? I need to stay clear of it, of course. I need to stay clear of anything that he hates. I need to stay close to everlasting love and kindness. That is the 
main essence and main core of Jehovah God. So if I want to be friends with him, I need to get rid of anything that has a negative stain on it, that has the stain of the evil one that is the complete opposite of Jehovah God. So can we do anything about it? Yes, of course. When we get in this mindset of being one with ourselves, being in contact with ourselves through meditation, then we can start working and building ourselves up brick by brick. And the foundation in any human being should always be Jesus Christ. Because Jehovah God simply just did not only resurrect him, but he also made it clear that we should listen to him. So, for example, the merciful Samaritan. We all know this story, and we all know where we want to place ourselves in this story. The question is, are we really placing ourselves in uh, this uh, story in the right way? Are we looking at it like uh, through colored glasses, so to speak? Colored in our own mind, Uh, thinking that we are a beautiful human being filled with love and kindness when we are really not, when we really do not make an effort into saying no to what anything that has to do with a negative state of mind. Because this is the essence of my podcast, really. To get to this essence, to get to the core of us humans, which is love and kindness, and expanding it out from there. Meaning that if you have anything that has has not nothing to do with love and kindness, well then you should stop and say no to it. It's basic really, but it's also very difficult. Because if you do not get first in contact with your deepest inner core love and kindness and work your way out through there and also in that process get a close and dear friendship with Jehovah God uh, up and going and you also of course also remember to uh, close your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ so you remember this extreme sacrifice that he made well then, you cannot really build yourself up into a more loving and caring and kind human because you have been polluted by the garbage from the garbage can. It's only when you get rid of the garbage from the garbage can and you start building your deepest inner core up from the bottom. And of course, the bottom is the belief system of uh, Jesus Christ. Because Jehovah God resurrected Jesus Christ and we are also going to receive a resurrection. When we die, we all get a resurrection. But the problem is, in my belief system anyway, that we are getting a resurrection um, partly to do with who we were as a human being right here, right now. Being that if you were a very evil human being, you're going to be resurrected with other people like-minded yourself. And it's not going to be very pleasant for you when these evil human beings 
have to work very, very hard to get out of that mindset and into a more loving and caring mindset. It's more easy for us human beings if we <clears throat> if we simply just start right here, right now, saying no to the garbage can, saying no to anything that has a negative influence on our mind, and start through meditation working and building our way from our deepest inner core, which is loving kindness, and outwards. Meaning that we can expand this loving kindness not only to ourselves, but also to others. So when we meet other human beings, we can show that we truly care for them. That we truly want them to have a good and decent and happy life filled with good and decent friends, filled with good experiences. So we have to realize that the power lies in ourselves. But it is also the power of saying no. It's very important. So... In closing here, in this podcast, of course, I'm simply just rambling on, but I'm trying to explain the essence of human life. What can we do to keep on as humans expanding this everlasting love and kindness? The idea is great, of course. Yes, it sounds very good, and you can listen to my podcast, and I can listen also to my podcast, or I can simply just try to emulate what I want out in my own personality. But if I do not make an effort, if I simply just uh, close this video and upload it, and do not really think very deeply about what can I do to show even more loving kindness towards my fellow human beings, well, it is re re basically a waste of time. Faith has to do with also you taking action, making it a part of your everyday routine to show loving kindness, to have other people feel that you are a good and decent human being that wants to have these humans that you meet uh, have a good experience of you, but also uh, not only trusting you, but also sharing their life experiences with you in an uplifting way. And you can also open up to them, and this can create a bond of everlasting love and kindness to another person. And of course, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because it is very difficult under the current circumstances uh, that we show love and kindness because we have an extreme opponent that constantly, not only we should be aware of, trying to feed us uh, these bad human personality traits and emotions, but the entire human race is under the spell of the evil one. And they are simply just eating his dinner, uh, thinking that it's going to benefit them. But eventually, they are going to wake up to the fact that it is not going to benefit them at all. Because then the depression comes, then the sadness comes, then the loneliness comes, and people are not aware where it comes from. They simply just think that it is a figure of their imagination, but it is really the influence of the evil one and his garbage can. 
So get rid of the garbage can, get rid of the bad influence, learn to say no to what you occupy your mind with. Be very selective of what you put through your eyes and ears. Then your chances of improving your mentality, improving your basic inner core has greatly increased tremendously. So we have to be aware of the fact that we have the power over ourselves to take the power back to ourselves. And through meditation, when working from an inner core of loving kindness, from working with a close friendship with Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ, of course, then we recognize the fact that there is a creator behind it all that we should not really worry about uh, dying. We should be concerned and thinking about how, what is our mindset today? Am I a, a very um, um, hateful person or am I talking badly about a certain group in society? Am I always talking about gossip, talking about other people in a negative way? Well, then you have to um, start with yourself. You have to say to yourself, this is not a good um, thing with my personality. I need to get rid of them. I need to stay clear of them. I need to start working with a more positive personality. And when we work um to get rid of all these bad negative human personality traits, I will guarantee you that love and, and kindness will enter your life. It's very simple, really. We cannot have love and kindness in our lives if we constantly occupy our mind with what is hateful and what is from the garbage can. So in order for us to truly receive love and kindness from other human beings and from Jehovah God, we need to show love and kindness, not only working deep within ourselves, with our mind, but also the way we talk to each other, the way we speak to each other. It should be an uplifting conversation. It should be that the persons who are listening to you have a good and decent experience of you, and vice versa also, of course. So, in closing, we human beings, we have great potential. We could eventually stop this tomorrow simply just by saying no to it. But it has to be everyone saying no to it. Also, and this is the most important thing, the military and the police. Because the military and the police has had a state-run education. Meaning, for example, in the military, you learn to obey what your commander-in-chief are telling you. But the problem with that is also you tend to obey, but you also do it in a, a dismissive way. But the people that are in the same boat as you, your fellow human beings that are trying to be soldiers, you become very close friends with them. A great bond is bonded with you, and of course the higher power knows this. 
so that you are willing to die and kill for your best friends, when you see that they are being killed in battle, if you are sent into battle, then you get very angry. And of course, this anger can only be let out on the civil population from the country that you are sent to, because they are simply just trying to protect uh, what is their land. And then you start killing and raping and doing all sorts of bad things that eventually leads you into a mindset of a living hell. So it's not very good to be in the military, as you can probably hear and tell. The police has its similarity, because they are also part of a state-run uh, education. So the state decides what your mindset has to be. And we have seen, uh, especially in Australia, but also in other countries, where also in Denmark, where police are using their brutality, their brute force, they are basically they can show violence towards the civil population, but the civil population cannot return their violence towards them. So that creates a mindset in a police officer of having power over another person. And when another person has or thinks that they have power over another person to inflict pain and suffering and violence towards that person, that person's mindset gets uh, twisted in a way that eventually you cannot really go back to a normal state of mind or it leads, it's very, going to be very, very difficult. We saw that in Nazi Germany. We saw that in uh, White Russia. We saw it in China and in um, North Korea where this um, power over other human beings has led uh, many countries into a state of serious depression and uh, the people are not happy in life at all. They are only happy when they die because then it is relieved uh, their pain and suffering from their government. So we have to be aware of the fact that we are under a mindset of manipulation. Great manipulation, of course, because the people behind the secret societies uh, who are, you could call them mad scientists, I'm quoting Alex here, the mindset is that they want total control over humanity. They want to wipe out 99% of the human population, of course, and the mindset is always or always lurking there in the civil population. They simply just has to uh, have to push uh, a certain agenda over people's minds in order for them to get into this mindset, into into this hatred towards their fellow human being. So let's not allow ourselves to be fooled. Let's not allow ourselves to be lied to. Because if we say no to the garbage from the garbage can, saying that it is basically a lying sack of you-know-what, and we get over to our meditation position, 
and we meditate from a standpoint of loving kindness, and we expand this, and every time we meet an obstacle, we say, oh, we have to be careful here because we should not allow anything to come in between the relationship with Jehovah God, which is the essence of loving kindness, and ourselves, our core inner being. So perhaps we have to analyze this. Perhaps we even have to say no to it. This can be very difficult, but it is going to benefit not only me, but also you, when you start having a mindset of loving kindness and expanding from there. So, I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope that at least some of my ramblings makes makes sense to you so that you can get out of the mindset of uh, this evil entity that rules the world. And of course, <clears throat> it's only when you say no to garbage can and you start working your way out and you eventually <clears throat> come to a conclusion that the only way is loving kindness. So expand loving kindness to your fellow human beings and then eventually you are going to have a beautiful relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and you're going to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, uh, the one King that rules them all. So, this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. It is the 5th of uh, December 2021. The time is 10.23 and it is a Sunday. Bye.